the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Hey, look at that. It's that time again. Welcome once again to another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Appreciate you being here. Don't forget those phone numbers, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123, to talk to Larry Rosenthal, live in studio, our financial <coughs> and retirement expert here today. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Chris, and how are you today? So far, I think we're doing all right. I mean, it's uh, been a really rough sort of a roller coaster ride in the markets. I know you're going to talk about that here in a minute, but we've got some other stuff to talk about too, right? We do. We've got a whole lot of stuff to talk about, you know, Chris. <laughs> just a Exciting. little bit of change possible, yeah, right? I'm already in fourth gear. I just started in fourth gear. I didn't even go to first. I'm already there. In you go. That's what I like, man. You wake up and you hit that track running hard every day. Yeah, That's a bro. good thing. That's a good thing, definitely. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. I'd like to continue to welcome our longtime listeners, WAVA in DC and Baltimore area, as well as our listeners now for the last few years, couple years or so. Uh, Sirius XM, border to border, coast to coast. Uh, Sirius Channel XM 131. Live call in, biblically based financial planning talk show. Give us a ring with any of your financial planning or investment questions on any subject at all. I enjoy Saturdays, Chris, because it's open mic Saturday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let the callers drive the subject matter. If you have questions on the stock market, the economy, the election, taxes, Roth IRAs, estate planning, insurance, whatever it may be. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. I always like to start this week off, excuse me, or the show off each Saturday with kind of what happened in the markets. Take a look at it and what, what, is it, what are the markets telling us these days? What's the economy telling us these days? And maybe take a look down the road and around the corner a little bit if we can gain some insight into that information. So this past week, the market was just, you know, it was, it was a roller coaster ride, right? And, oh, yeah. and many reasons stacking up to make it like that. And what does it mean going forward? Well, let's, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, let's take a look at this here. First of all, the markets are a forward-looking indicator, okay? And the markets like clarity of direction. And one of the things that, that, that is, is an old adage on Wall Street that you cannot get away from, and that is don't fight the Fed. 
And when the Federal Reserve comes out and says, you know, we kind of need a little bit more stimulus, we need a little bit more cooperation from Congress, and they don't get it, or we as citizens don't get it, or the market doesn't get it, what does that tell you the market's going to do? The market's going to get very nervous and jittery. And for the last handful of weeks, I don't know, four or five weeks now it's been, the uh, Congress has been trying to put together a third stimulus package for COVID-19, right? And and um, it just hasn't come to come to, to, to fruition yet. And so, what does this mean? What, what what does this mean going forward for unemployment numbers for for people, you know, that that are hurting out there? And and what does it mean for the stabilization of the markets and things like that? <clears throat> and that's that's exactly one of the issues that the markets were trading on this past week was no stimulus. Now it doesn't look like there's going to be any type of stimulus package together. Uh, before the election, and then it goes into sort of a lame duck Congress scenario, right? Uh, it, it could anyway. You, you just don't know. And so some people are saying there may not be stimulus now uh, until February, until February. And that puts wow. a lot of pressure on the Federal Reserve. That puts a lot of pressure on the markets. Now you've got two sides of the street arguing here. <clears throat> so so you, you, you've got you've – got, well – let me let me rephrase that. Some people are out there saying, you know, and, and this this is Wall Street talk. This is not Republican Democrat. And I know, Chris, you're chomping at the bit to get into that. And, and I, I've always no, told you no, there's no. other shows that yeah. do that. But given the light, given the fact that we're going to have an election next week, I'll let you hit me with a couple of questions. Oh, OK, okay. <clears throat> yep. Good. Yep. So I'm, this I'm, is a, a unique show, a unique opportunity for you this week. How's that? Sweet. Sound? I like it. You know, but. But some people on Wall Street are saying, you know, maybe we should just let the economy grow organically by the consumer, <clears throat> business to business and consumer. And other people are saying, hey, you know what, maybe it's better to have big government and more stimulus. Mm. And that's going to be a forever debate, as it always has been in the past, in our rearview mirror, a debate, right? And so when you take a look at this here, the, 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 that's what the markets are, are really sort of chiming in on is, are we going to get some sort of stimulus going forward? Now, we take a look at where the markets are. Remember, the markets are a forward-looking mechanism. In other words, the markets trade based off of what they think is going to be happening in the future with things. Okay, And that's why the markets have pushed up so high. The markets are, 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 are pretty lofty when it comes to you know fundamental numbers, P.E. ratios and price to book and just all different types of metrics that you look to grade the market numbers. And the market, you know, this past week, um, <clears throat> some economic numbers came out. Which were huge, you know. We had we had our first pass at GDP for the third quarter, and it, it grew by an annualized rate of thirty three point one percent. Thirty three point one percent, the biggest growth spurt in the history since they've been keeping track of it, and the estimates were at thirty one percent. So so blew it out, which was pretty good. Uh, it was actually very very strong. But when you take a look under the hood at all the different numbers and you start to see car manufacturing, construction spending, you know, services back and forth, I mean, it was broad-based and it was very, very strong. And, and um, now you also take a look, too, at unemployment numbers, too. <clears throat> We've, we've, we, we've now added back over 11 million jobs since the peak of the unemployment from the COVID-19 crisis. So the economy is definitely on the mend and on the heel. You know, it's getting healed, and it is. And, it, it, you know, unfortunately, when, when you take a look at, at, at 
how an elevator works versus a set of steps. And this is what people need to understand. This is what people need to understand about the stock market, too. The stock market always takes the elevator down. Mm -hmm. And when the economy slows down, it always takes the elevator down. And when the economy starts to expand and go, go back up again, it takes the steps up. And when the stock market goes up, it takes the steps up. So it tends to come down faster than it goes up. And, and my point is just a little bit of time, and, 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 you know, and that's what we need going forward. And that's the way it's, it's always been. It's always been time in the markets, time, let time take, take over and things like that. So <clears throat> bottom line is we're probably going to continue to see more uh, volatility, especially as COVID numbers continue to rise, you know, and, and that seems to be the word right now is that COVID numbers are continuing to rise around the country. There's fears of lockdowns. Uh, there's some people saying that they're going to lock things down and some people saying, no, they're not going to lock things down. And, and we're just going to have to wait and see how that plays out. I know that they've made some temporary um, or, or strategic lockdowns happening in Europe. Is that going to bode well for their economy, for the citizenry of the people? You know, I, I just don't know. I don't know how this is all going to play out. That's for the politicians to figure out and all that kind of stuff here. You know, our job is to figure out what's happening in the markets, show y'all how to make money so that you can put your kids and grandkids through college so that you can retire and things of that nature as far as all that goes. So bottom line here is the markets are trading on stimulus, the election concerns, and then virus numbers right now. That's what the markets were trading on this past week. Again, huge GDP number. Uh, we look forward to continue to see a, a substantial rebound in the economy, um, you know, going forward. So so uh, that's kind of what, what the, the markets were looking at this past week, Chris. And we'll see what, you know, we'll see what this next week comes, comes about uh, with the election and, and, and all different things like that. So, um, hey, let's go ahead and take take a quick break. Let's open up the phone lines. I've got an announcement to make here, too. Uh, if you go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, that's LarryRosenthal.com, click on the little seminar button in the top right-hand corner, and we're going to be having our next webinar series. It's going to be on December 2nd. We're having two sessions on December 2nd, one from 2 to 3 in the afternoon, and then the next one's going to be from 7 to 8. It's the same material. You don't have to take both of them, but you're welcome to if you want. Anyway, the, t the next the name of this subject is Knowing Your Roth IRA in Year 2020 and Beyond. Why is it important right now in the month of November and December to be understanding the ins and outs, all the different things about Roth IRAs? Because it's a huge, huge issue. If we change, um, if the White House changes and taxes go up, then that is a huge incentive to really take a look at converting to Roth IRAs in 2020, meaning you got a month or two left to be able to do that unless it, because tax laws could change next year. Now, on the other hand, if if the White House doesn't change and tax laws don't don't, you know, don't change, we also already know that tax laws will change in 2026. So we only have a handful of years left. So this webinar is going to be on knowing your Roth IRA in year 2020 and beyond, everything you want to know about it. Should you convert? How to convert? How to contribute? How to backdoor Roth IRA? What about bankruptcy laws when it comes to the protection or not of Roth IRAs? All this information is going to be there available for you. There's no cost for this webinar. Again, it's going to be on 
uh, Tuesday, December 2nd, two sessions, one at 2 and then another one at 7 p.m. So go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, register right there, sign up. You just click in a couple of little boxes, and you're good to go. We'll be sending out all the information on it for you. Um, you know, this is a follow-up from our series that we did earlier this this summer. We'd had many, many webinars uh, this, this, this past summer. A lot of June. fun, too. I enjoyed those. Yep, yep. You were, you were a good host on those, too, Chris. I'm the guy, you know, in, the, I'm the, guy in the background pushing the buttons. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. You push my buttons pretty good, man. That's okay. Um, <laughs> hey. But you know, you know what? But but thinking about the structure of our webinar, the way we do it is we do it live. There's a lot of people that do webinars, but they're all pre-recorded. I don't yeah, like no, that. I like it, it live. And in our webinars, we make it interactive. You have the opportunity to raise your hand in the middle of the webinar and ask a question. And we play it right there on the air and, and ask it and, and turn it into an educational scenario. So that's the deal here. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Let's open up the phone lines. Give us a call this morning with any of your financial planning or investment questions at all. If you have questions on the election, Roth IRA, estate planning, whatever it may be, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-ROSE-123 or 855-767-3123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. It's 2020, and there are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to jump on those phones, the number is 855-767-3123. Any questions that you have, any concerns with the economy being as it is right now with a lot of uh, uncertainty, can be answered with our financial and retirement expert here in studio, Larry Rosenthal. 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Larry. Sure, Chris. So what is a diversified portfolio? It's all split up into pieces. 
Diversify. Split up into pieces. Well, that's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> well, you've got I like that. A balance across various different things, right? A balance across various different things. That's even more specific. I like that too. You know. Um, and now the truth. <laughs> and now the well, we're gonna we're gonna include part of that as as the truth. That def, definitely, oh, you know. And it's kind of interesting to too to stop and see, you know, something called the concept of diversification versus diversification, and, <clears throat> and it's important now to really take a good look at this, especially with the markets sort of with the P.E. ratios being very high and the markets really looking for earnings to come in stronger, which, which by the way, they have. And, and um, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see how, it, how earnings finishes up over the next handful of weeks too. But a diversified portfolio, you know, some people say, well, I own a little Apple, a little Amazon, a little Google, a little Microsoft. I'm diversified. Well, you might be split up amongst different companies, but you're all in one tech sector right there as that example, mm -hmm. right? So, so how do you go about getting diversification? Do you want diversification across, you know, different size companies? In other words, large cap stock companies, mid-size companies, small companies, micro companies, mega cap companies. What type of size companies do you want to have your money spread across, right? That's one scenario to take a look at. Then the second scenario is, well, wait a second here. What about different sectors? Should I have money in different sectors? You know, I just mentioned some tech stocks, you know, in the in the tech in the technology sector what about basic materials should i have money in basic materials you know companies that do manufacturing of chemicals and building materials paper products uh things like that well you it's know? interesting that you say that too because you, the tech stocks if you were really heavy in tech stocks and that's all you had this last week you would have felt a little bit of pain as they started to drop towards the end of the week but if you had some diversification some of those other things would have sort of taken over and balanced it a little bit given the situation but not well, a lot yeah, yeah i mean theoretically speaking that's correct chris providing everything doesn't go up and down together yeah one big right yep, yep. you know things don't go up and down together now a lot for a lot of times <coughs> excuse me for a lot of times uh we're starting to see things move in tandem up group, and down yeah. together across so, the sectors right yeah so yeah. how do you go about then getting proper diversification today and then how do you go about getting that that point that you were just talking about where you don't have as much pain when the markets go down okay and as much joy when the markets go up right yeah. so you really have to stop and, and and boil this down even further well you can you know and and you you need to sort of you know drill down further into the numbers and it comes sometimes it comes down to percentages of holdings inside your account what are the percentages of of holdings inside accounts for example you take you take one of these tech stocks as we were just talking about mm -hmm. and this technology stock you know it can go up and down pretty violently sure. right yeah Lots of swinging up and down, you know, what's called standard deviation, huge amounts of standard deviation, lots of volatility going up and down. But over time, you know, kind if you can handle that up, type right? of ride, then you're going to be, well, maybe that's okay, right? Yeah. But then how much of your overall portfolio are you willing to accept each day when it's going way up and way down mm -hmm. on these violent, you know, up and down swings like that? That's what you call your risk factors, right? Your 
Well, well, or your emotional <laughs> factors. Yeah, I'd call it more of a sleep test. You know, your emotional <laughs> sleep test. You know, if you're laying in bed at night going, "Man, my portfolio is all over the place. I gotta, you know, I gotta change something around on this thing, right?" Spinning you know? and turning, making your wife up. Yeah, that's not right. Good. But, <clears throat> but now you can take a look at at maybe this comes out to a um, a percentage of what you have inside your particular positions. Maybe you have four or five stocks that are that are pretty volatile, or maybe they're mutual funds, or maybe they're ETFs, doesn't matter. And you say, you know what, I'm going to limit my overall portfolio to maybe 15% of that of that of my money in those areas. And the rest of it I'm just going to sort of spread around into less volatile but still growth-oriented positions. Now what you're looking at here is you're, you're coming down the road and you're trying to sort of figure out what, what my, my risk level is or my volatility level is inside my portfolio. These are things called standard deviation and beta numbers. So basically you can, you can spread the risk around by introducing different sectors mm -hmm. such as basic materials or financial services, real estate, consumer cyclical uh, services as well. You know, just to name a few, and you can get more diversification in there. And what's kind of interesting now too is, you know, you take a look at at something called you know what we call interruptive technologies. You know, there are retail outlets now that that just a year ago don't look the way they look today oh, yeah. because of COVID-19. So what companies are, are on the retail side of the world that are, that are able to adapt, change, and continue to grow and obtain more and more market share in their space because of, of interruptive technologies that they've embraced as a result of COVID-19 going forward. What does the new co post-COVID economy look like, and how are you being invested in these? What would you call an interruptive right. technology? Something that uh, allows you to work from home or something like that? or An interruptive technology or, or disruptive technology is something that changes an industry, changes oh, ways, changes the way money flows, changes the way goods and services are exchanged. You know, stop and think about this here real quick. You know, there, there are companies out there that are, that are starting to actually thrive and do very well online, you know, uh, retailer to consumer as a result of the need because of COVID-19. And there are other companies that have been left behind as a result of that. And, and so they're, they're taking advantage of this interruptive type of a technology. The question becomes here, what does normalcy look like? When do we get back to being normal again? You know, and, and is, it, is it summer of 2021, 2022, 2023? You know, when are people gonna feel comfortable going back to the movie theater, right? Um, getting on a plane, flying, getting a hotel room, and taking a cruise ship. When are we going to get back to that point? A lot of again? that's dependent on that vaccine coming out at some point, right? A lot of it is dependent on that vaccine. That is that is exactly correct. You know, and and we will get it one day, right? Uh, but between now and then, what does it look like going forward? Um, and then, what about even when we do get the vaccine, Chris? What about taking a look at the post-COVID, post-vaccine economy because people have changed behavioral patterns right now, okay? It's very easy 
for some people right now who have embraced the ability to get on your phone and order your, your staples, order your groceries, your toothpaste, your shampoo, you know, your, your, your basic foods that you need each week, whatever it may be, right, and have it delivered or swing by and pick it up. Yeah. You know, is that going to change? Is that going to go backwards or not, right? Um, you know, it, 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 are people like just going to all of a sudden go, okay, yeah. the vaccine's here, I'm going back to the store, and I'm going to spend 90 minutes walking up and down the aisles and doing all that stuff, or I'm going to go in there and hit previous order last week, boom, yeah. on the app. My gut says that we stay this way for a long time. We may equal back to it a little bit, but a lot of people are getting used to this new way of life, and some of them are finding it easier. And yes. Yeah. What about the workspace? What does that mean for commercial real estate? You know, what does it mean for business airline travel, mm -hmm. hotels, restaurants, all that kind of stuff? So these are the questions that we have to ask when we're taking a look at what's inside the portfolio. Where is the money in government and business going to be spent going forward as a result of, of what's been going on here? Hey, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. If you'd like to jump in on the uh, investment questions today, we're talking about diversification. We're talking about knowing what you own inside your portfolios. Uh, you know, wh what's going to happen with the election? How is that going to play out on your investments going forward? Uh, you know, all different types of thought about that out there. Plus, you've got to mix in there the post-COVID economy with the vaccine coming down the road at some point, right? <clears throat> you know, there's all kinds of, of rumors out there. It's going to be in, in you know, be before Christmas. It's going to be before before um, uh, Valentine's Day or, or, or midsummer next year. I don't know, but at some point it's going to be here, right? And then, you know, how what fast does, can we get it out there and how fast does it get distributed? What's the distribution? Yeah. That's exactly right. What does that mean for the markets? What does that mean for, for you know, people going back to work or continuing to work from home? You know, how is all this going to play out? You know, what about the traditional businesses that, that, that required people face-to-face -face and now they're not? They're more on Zoom and Internet and things of that nature. Is that going to continue? You know, lots of different things to, to really take a, a, a look at out there. So, hey, one of the things that we're going to be taking a look at, too, is the strength and the power of understanding tax-free income in your retirement years. Mm -hmm. Again, we're going to be having our webinar on December 2nd. We're going to be having two sessions. Knowing Your Roth IRA in 2020 and Beyond is the title of it. Knowing Your Roth IRA in Year 2020 and Beyond. Go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. In the top right-hand corner, click on the Seminar button, and you'll see an opportunity to register. There's no cost for this webinar at all. Okay, it's going to last about an hour worth of time. All right, we're having two sessions on December 2nd, we're, Tuesday, December 2nd. We're going to have a session from 2 to 3 in the afternoon and then again from uh, 7 to 8 in the evening that same day. It's going to be the exact same material. You can attend both of them if you want. There's no need. But if you like to, you can get more information out of there. It's an interactive webinar, okay? We, we uh, have opened this up for, for people all across the country, just like we did in June with our webinar series and, 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 and other months as well. You know, and Larry, wouldn't you say that a Roth IRA right now is probably something, because of the new rules and the new laws and such, that is really kind of vital to be in your portfolio? You should have a Roth, that, that you, well, not portfolio, but you should have that bucket there available for you because... You know, you need that in retirement. You really do need that, especially with the new rules, right? 
Well, absolutely, and especially if taxes go up. You know, there's one thing I was talking to a client recently, <clears throat> and we were talking about taxes, <clears throat> excuse me, and the future of taxes and things like that, and, and I told them, I guarantee you one thing, over the next 35, 40 years of your life, taxes are going to mm -hmm. go up and down. Okay, and they're like, no, they're just going to go up. I said, no, they're going to go up and down. Yeah. Okay, they're, if you take a look at the history of our taxes, taxes go up and then they come down, and then they go up and then they go down. And there's all different types of taxes when it comes to all of this. You know, you got the estate tax, you've got states decoupling from the federal estate tax, mm -hmm. you've got the federal estate tax, you've got gifting taxes, you've got income taxes, investment taxes, capital gains taxes, you've got all these different types of taxes. And the power of money inside of a Roth IRA is that the distribution, meaning it, it, providing it's qualified uh, during the time frame and needs to be there for five years or, or 59 and a half, whichever is longer, the, the money's going to come out tax-free. And if you stop and think about that, that's huge. Think about this for a second. There's people out there right now listening to the show, Chris, mm -hmm. that have put money into their 401k plan, probably in the 33% tax bracket. They got a 33% deduction to put money in. And today they're probably sitting in a 24% tax bracket. Right. If they did a conversion, they're just going to win on the tax arbitrage of that. Right? Yeah. Stop and think about that. You know, so a lot of people get all excited, and we're going to demonstrate this in a Roth conversion scenario in our webinar on how people run out and say, oh, I want to convert, I want to convert. And usually it's best if they end up doing series of little conversions over time over many, many years. Less to That's tax hit over that, right? Well, it's a less tax hit that particular year. That's mm -hmm. correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and you know, and and it's up to individual people. We're going to demonstrate a spreadsheet on all of that. Anyway, go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button in the top right hand corner and sign up for our webinar. There, uh, we're taking registrations for it right now. Again, it's going to be Tuesday, December seventh. I'm sorry, Tuesday, December second. Right. Two sessions, one from 2 to 3 in the afternoon and then from 7 to 8 in the evening as well. So go go visit the, the website right there and register. Let's keep the phone lines open. Give us a call this morning if you'd like to jump in on our discussion. It's open mic Saturday. Any questions at all that you may have, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. I'll be back in a moment with more of your Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives.
Mile nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea. Call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123. We've got some lines available for you to ask any questions that you may have on the economy or anything to do with your portfolio. Our financial and retirement expert is here in studio with us, as he is every Saturday, Larry Rosenthal. Again, 855-767-3123. Larry. Sure, Chris. You know, we were talking about diversification a few minutes ago, then we got off the subject and blah, 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 as we tend to all the time. But that's I blah, okay. blah, blah, blah a lot. That, I do. <laughs> You're good at that. <laughs> you take me down the road with you, too. That's, that's okay. That's one though. of my skills. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I enjoy it. So, hey, but in Ecclesiastes 11, uh, verses 2, it says, divide your portion to seven or even to eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on earth, right? And that's talking about diversification, too. And that's one of the things that we, you know, again, getting, getting serious here again about about money management and where we should be having our dollars today as well as down the road. And we're talking about different sectors. You know, we've got cyclical sectors. Uh, we also have, have sensitive sectors, se- sectors that are sensitive to the overall economy. You know, um, if the economy is expanding, how well are they going to do? If the economy is contracting, how well uh, will Will they will they not do, you know, and then we also have defensive sectors, too. You know, where is your money today? What what is it offensive? Is it defensive? Is it a combination of both? What's going on in your in your portfolios, in your investments, you know? Uh, it's important to really take a good solid look at this, especially if we have changes in taxes or whatever there may be uh, going going forward. So so stop and think about you know what's the what's the 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 positioning of our portfolios today. Are we ready? For for you know the the post COVID economy, we've got a lot of things happening here. You know, interruptive, disruptive technologies. Um, you know, what's going to happen in the energy sector? What's going to happen with technology as it continues to 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 move forward and and change the way people communicate and and do things like that? So. Lots of different questions that I'm just sort of throwing out there today to make sure that your portfolios are getting these things x-rayed and taking a good look at. If you want to have an evaluation on your portfolios, feel free to give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 or go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and just say, hey, I want to take advantage of, of the, the risk analysis that, that we've been offering here the last few weeks. Many people have taken advantage of this. It's a free risk assessment on your investment portfolios. Be more than happy to, to dial this up for you and show you how to take a look at the risk that's inside your investments and your portfolios. Make sure that you're in the right sectors based off of your needs and what's going on in the economy today. It's pretty important there. So, hey, we've got a couple callers here. Let's go ahead and welcome Yvonne on the line. Good morning, Yvonne. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing fine. Uh, I have a question about required minimum distributions. Uh, My understanding is you do not necessarily have to take it this year. Uh, so I'd like to know, is there a disadvantage for not taking it? No, um, you don't have to take it this year. If you don't need the money in 2020 to take it, then then there's no disadvantage whatsoever because you're going to allow that money to sit there and not pay an unnecessary early tax on this money. So if you don't need it, let it sit there and grow compound interest on a tax-deferred thing. Uh, now, what's going to happen next year in 2021 regarding required minimum distributions? I don't know. 
You know, the economy is is maybe not back to normal. Who who knows what 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 the uh, you know the White House and, and Congress is going to do with with required minimum distributions next year? But this year it's waived. You don't have to take it. All right. Thank you very much. Because uh, I was considering not taking it. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. You can go ahead and not take it. And, um, you know, a lot of people, Yvonne, have it set up on autopilot where it automatically comes out, a look, you know, at a certain date each year. So wherever you're working with your custodian, make sure that they turn it back on for you for next year unless the rule changes again because you don't want to skip it because it's a 50% oh. tax penalty. Yep. And if you like, I'll, I'll be happy to uh, put you on hold and send you out some information on required minimum distributions, okay? Okay, that'll be fine. Thank yep. you. Let me go ahead and do that. I appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We've got Paulette on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Paulette. How are you today? Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Yeah, I was calling about the 401k question, and I did get connected with um, a financial planner with the organization. But I've been looking into financial planning, and what I'm understanding about it now, it seems like um, a lot of financial planners don't want to work with you unless you have a certain amount in your um, account. Because I have a 401k that I need to transition. I want to transition somewhere else because we changed employers. Well, Paulette, I'm, I'm, I've got a couple of responses there. <clears throat> One, you know, I'm sorry to hear that some financial advisors say, you know, we've got a minimum that, you, that we have to work with with clients. I understand that. Uh, our firm does not do that. We feel that everybody has the right to financial education, and so we don't have a minimum imposed upon client relationships, okay? Uh, so we'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have and give you guidance and help along the way there. As far as what you can do with your money now that you've now that the, the contract has changed or whatever, it's called a triggering event where you can now take this money, you can keep it right where it is, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you can roll it to the new employer's plan if they allow for that to happen. You can pull the money out and pay taxes on it and spend it. You can roll it over to your own IRA, okay, uh, and there's no taxes upon that, and you can also convert it to a Roth. So, so those are those are a handful of different, um, you know, options that you have that you can do with this. The biggest thing is this: is, you know, do you need this money to perform for you towards retirement? And if that's the case, oh, for sure, I need it to perform. That's the whole key, right there, Larry. Yep. Then, if that's the case, then Paulette, then that's what we need to do is we need to put it in the best position to perform for your retirement, and then we'll take a look at the investment choices inside the employer's old plan, the new plan if there's offerings, and then take a look at the merits of, of pros and cons of rolling it over to your own IRA and put it in the best position for your scenario. Paulette, if you like, I'll be happy to put you on hold. Bob will get some information from you, and we'll have somebody reach out to you and step you through all of this to help help evaluate. Waited for you, okay? Okay, thank you so much, Larry. 
Absolutely appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Again, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button and sign up for our webinar that's coming up on December 2nd. Everything you want to know about Roth IRAs in the year 2020 and beyond. Let's welcome Gary on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Gary. How are you today? Hey, Larry. How are you doing? Good. How are you? All right, all right. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I, I worked for Home Depot for uh, a number of years, uh, a, a while back, a long time ago, and they had an opportunity to, you know, put money aside into their stock purchase uh, program, and then that eventually rolled into what they call a future builder account. So I've got a, I've got, uh, I have about two hundred twenty thousand in in that right now that I haven't touched, and it's actually been in, in, in Home Depot stock the whole time. Now the return on that, since it's been in Home Depot stock, it's been pretty decent. Um, so my, my question is, I have the opportunity to move either all of that or a portion of that into other accounts within that program that they have. So what, what should I be looking for if, if I do that? What funds should I be looking for that may give you know a, a decent return? I don't think I'm going to get the return that I had in the past, but what should I be looking for? Well, well, Gary, here's a couple scenarios. One, I mean, the, the stock has done very, very well. I'm very familiar with it. We, we and, and, and watched it for many, 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 many years. Uh, stock's just been a rock star, without a doubt. So you've enjoyed a very nice run-up from that company. There, you know, when you, when you take a look at the library of books that say, oh, make sure you have diversification, one, you, you get your income from there. Okay, that's your job. You've got most of your money in their stock. There's a lot of things tied up into that one stock. That's one side of the equation you have to deal with. The second side of the equation is, but wait a second, Larry. This stock's been doing very, very well, and I have reason to believe anyway, possibly, in the future it's going to continue. So why would I want to divest myself from it if it's been such a winner and you feel that it's going to continue to be one, right? So that's the competing conversation. That's the argument of the conversation right there. To answer your question specifically, though, that over time, at some point down the road, you're going to need to turn that pile of money into an income stream for yourself from a reliable, dependable source. So stop and think it for think for a second. If you take a look at the dividend of, of that stock right now, is that large enough to produce income for you to, to you know to substitute your your or your sustain your standard of living during retirement years and depending on mm -hmm. what the dividend rate is and how many shares of it you own the answer may be maybe not so so at some point down the road you're going to have to start changing the stock over into an income producing position for yourself in retirement years and that's sort of like the scale of time that you need to be looking at is the closer you are to getting to to re to needing your money the more income production-oriented it needs to be and the less volatile it needs to be at that same right. time. So, so you know, I would say this, that just like any other investment at any other time in past, you want to take a look at what, you know, like if you say, okay, Larry, I want to diversify a chunk of this money into a different fund or a different sector or something like that within my 401k plan at work, I say, oh, that's not a problem. What are we going to do? 
where are we going to put that money? And here's the, here's the rub is, well, let's go put it into a sector that's not doing well, hasn't done well, and probably won't do well. That doesn't make any sense, does it? No. No. Not at all. But let's put it into a sector that is doing well, and in this environment we're in today, it looks like it's going to continue to do well. That makes a little bit more sense. So a lot of what you're asking is, is how do we feel the, the sectors are going to pr produce once we start to put the dollars in, in the, the new sector? In other words, um, you know, what, 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 one of the questions that I, that I teach people to ask all the time is this, is when you make an investment into something, what, <coughs> excuse me, what has to go right or wrong in the economy in order for that investment to produce or not produce? That's the question you have to ask. So if you're looking to put your money into, let's say, the, the financial sector, the banking sector, what has to happen in order for that sector to do well in order to compete with the same type of performance that Home Depot stock has over time, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, and you mm -hmm. take a look and you go, well, let's see, interest rates are at zero. They're probably going to remain at zero for a long time. There's not a lot of, you know, juice in the 10-year note sitting at 0.8. So, so banks might be struggling a little bit. That might not be a good sector to go into, right? On the other mm -hmm, hand, right. you might want to take a look at healthcare. Well, what about that sector? And just sort of go through all of these different things. That's really ha how you have to really do it. So, Gary, I would say this: that that I want to get more. I want to get more, a uh, little bit more detail on your financial situation, your time frame, your risk tolerance, and things like that, uh, because you're talking about a good a good stock that is going to, you know, provide, a, you know, hopefully a, a, a good performance for you down the road as well. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you, you know, kind of measure twice and cut once on this type of scenario. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. So if you like, I, I'd be happy to send you out our financial planning toolkit. You know, it's really going to help design a financial plan for you and, and move you towards looking at what retirement looks like. And I'll, I'll put you on hold here, and Bob will get some information from you, and we'll have somebody follow up with you for, for an evaluation to give you that uh, financial planning toolkit, okay? Gotcha. Thank you. All right. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Again, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar icon right there and go ahead and register for our upcoming Roth seminar, Roth webinar online. It's going to be December 2nd. We're very excited about this. It's Everything you wanted to know about Roth IRAs in year 2020 and beyond, right? And beyond is the key right here. Two sessions, December 2nd, one at from 2 to 3 in the afternoon and then from 7 to 8 in the evening. There's no cost for this. Everybody's welcome, okay? Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have people on this webinar from all across the country. It's going to be live interactive. You'll have the ability to type out a question or to raise your hand and speak. And and we're gonna you know the purpose of this is to deliver to you financial education uh, that is going to help you help manage your dollars down the road. So it's everything you wanted to know about Roth IRAs and beyond in year 2020 and beyond. So go ahead and register there. We're going to take a quick break here. Let's keep the phone lines open. Give us a ring on this open mic Saturday with any of your financial planning or investment questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. 
listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've heard oftentimes about asset allocation. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. We need to understand tax allocation. The IRS views our money through four different tax lenses. Taxable, tax deductible and deferred, non-deductible and deferred, tax exempt or tax free. Stop for a moment and think. How much money have you saved up in your retirement plans, placed the money that's never been taxed? Here's the rule on that. You control 100% but you only own 65% of it. We need to make sure that our income in retirement years is tax efficient to maintain your standard of living. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and the Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Hey, if you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123. I've got some lines available for you, some people calling in now. And if also, don't forget to register for that seminar. Go to LarryRosenthal.com right now. It's actually a webinar if you're going to be technical. But at the webinar at LarryRosenthal.com, sign up for that and enjoy that. That's a lot of fun, Larry. I enjoy those. Seminar, seminar webinar, yeah, food potato, bar. Potato, What's going on here? Potato, huh? potato. What do you want, right? Tomato, tomato. I hear you, yep. <laughs> I hear you. Good job, yeah. But, you know, I'm excited about this because Roth IRAs, you know, when you stop and boil this down, everyone who has an IRA needs to examine the merits in their own family, whether or not they should convert to a Roth or or, or, portion, or partially convert to a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they really do need to understand the power of tax-free income. One of the biggest complaints that people have once they get 72 and older now is the required minimum distributions. And as we know, Chris, Roth IRAs do not have required minimum distributions, and they pass assets on tax-free to air. So huge, huge issue right here with with this. So that's why we're going to be doing this webinar here. And we're going to also be announcing a whole series of webinars coming out in 2021. So but check this one out. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Sign up for our webinar. Click on the little seminar button right there and sign up for our upcoming webinar on December 2nd. It's Tuesday, December 2nd. Two sessions, one at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and then the next one 7 p.m. They're only an hour long. It's the same material. You can take both if you want or just sign up for one. But everyone's welcome. There's no cost for this webinar whatsoever. Knowing your Roth IRA in 2020 and beyond is going to be the subject matter. How to put money in, how to convert. Is Roth IRA subject to bankruptcy issues? Are they protected or not? We're going to let let you in on a lot of secrets when it comes down the road here to Roth IRAs and things like that. So, hey, give us a ring here. We've got a few minutes left in the show today. 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We've been talking a lot about diversification today, the power of diversification, the importance of diversification. Just simply by adding a new asset class into your investment mix, 
it mathematically reduces risk. It does, it mathematically reduces risk. Now this is providing all investments aren't coordinated mm. together going up and down, which <laughs> seems to be what's been happening a lot yeah. over the last several years anyway. Um, but you know, we wanna make sure that you have opportunity to take a good look into your portfolios. Just like we've had a couple of callers here today, you know, the, the balance mixture of inside your, <coughs> Excuse me, inside your investments are very, very important. You know, a lot of people during volatility, they, they get this idea that the thing that they should do is put their money in gold. A lot of people think that gold or precious metals. What are your thoughts on that during volatile times? Well, when you take a look at, at uh, the, the risk level of investments, commodities, gold, precious metals are right up at the top. Oh, really? Yes, nobody absolutely. would, know, nobody would yep. think that, you know, that yep. it's a stable yep. thing. So, so yeah, I had uh, one of, one of our advisors. We were talking about this, and I sent them the list. It's a it's a it's a risk pyramid, a uh, great big risk pyramid triangle looking thingy, and uh, <laughs> gold and commodities were right up at the top. Wow. So, so they are very volatile. You know, the problem with gold is that that it doesn't pay a dividend. It just has a spot price, so you really can't model it from a cash flow standpoint. The issue that you have is that it's usually a good hedge against inflation. With all the stimulus money out there, people have been you know, jacking, up, yeah. jacking up the price. It, it has done very well this year. Traditionally, it does not outpace uh, the, the market, though, uh, over a long period of time. So we'll just have to wait and see. When it, when it comes to it, it is an asset class, and for some people, you know, it's 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 good to have it, and, and other people don't like it. You know, we we've had it in our portfolios off and on over years. You know, just like when we take a look at different different environments, different economic environments. Sometimes we buy it, sometimes mm -hmm. we don't. Just like other other sectors and things like that, Chris. So it is a recon, you know a recognized asset class with without a doubt. You know, uh, as far as all that goes. So I don't think we'll ever go back on the gold standard where you're actually handing somebody a gold nugget, you know, to get a <laughs> steak dinner or something or... like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. Okay, uh, but you know, it, it, it is it is an asset class that that's for sure. Just like real estate is, mm -hmm. you know. Just like just like other things are too. And by the way, speaking of asset classes, we've been talking about Roth today a little bit, and we've been talking about asset classes and diversification. And let me be clear too: a lot of people think that Roth IRAs are 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 the investment. Oh, I want to go down to the bank and open up my Roth IRA. <clears throat> you know, all a Roth IRA is a piece of paper that says, "Hey, government, treat this pile of money." according to the rules and regulations of Roth IRAs, okay? It, if you decide to put the money in a, in a CD at the bank, that's what's gonna drive the rate of return. If you decide to put it in the stock market, that's what's gonna drive the rate of return, okay? So, so the money inside a Roth IRA is, is being driven by what investment choice you put in there. Okay, and and banks have done a, a good job confusing people about it, but but because they think <laughs> that's job, where you right? buy it, right? That's where they think you buy it. You know, you buy yeah. it there. But no, that that's what's driving the rate of return is the investment inside of it. Yes, you can have a bank CD. Yes, you can have a treasury bond. Yes, you can have an S and P five hundred or blah 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 and all these other things. You can even do options inside a, a Roth IRA. So lots lots to consider when it comes to that, though. Hey, <clears throat> hey, real quick again, just one more quick announcement before we're. Uh, closing out the show here. 
Catch us live next Saturday again with another session of Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 during the week. We'll be happy to answer any questions you may have left over from the show, as well as, uh, you know, go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Like us and follow us on Facebook, and uh, we'll be happy to send you out information there. And while you're there, check out the seminar icon at LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the little seminar button. Sign up for our Roth webinar that's coming up on Tuesday, December 2nd, about a month from now. We're going to have two sessions, knowing your Roth IRA in year 2020 and beyond, everything you want to know about it. So we'll be more than happy to have you sign up there. So for Chris McKay and Bob answering the phones, a great job again. Bob in the back there. I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. And we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. Oh, by the way, stay on the line. We've got a lot of folks calling in, so Larry's going to stay in studio here with us for a little bit. So, cool. Yep. Keep the lines open. I'll stay in studio and answer questions.